giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. A death dealer, a life stealer. That's just the cost of being Welcome to episode 202 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Artemis Hal from the Warcraft Hunters Union and Blood Legion. Hey, hey, hey. I am Solar Flare from the Warcraft Hunters Union, Cloak and Quiver, and Convert to Raid. And I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com, WoW Insider, and Bendak WoW on Twitter. All right. Well, today is Sunday, October the 12th, 2014, and we are broadcasting live over on twitch.tv. You can participate in our live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions and which we will attempt to answer those later in the show. And now, so we'll, what do we have? We have some announcements this week, actually. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, obviously, the Hunting Party podcast is back and just say Thanks to everyone who's tuned in. Just so you know, we I think, and this isn't very scientific, these numbers, but about 1,400 listeners so far in over 10 countries, which is very cool. And I think we're only going to grow from there, given that yeah, this is, is our second Yeah, that is a big deal. Episode. Wow. Since the, since the rebirth, we've hit 1,400 people in 10 different countries? Yes. Yeah. Dang. So that's pretty much episode 201, and then a few, you know, some of that's that little teaser uh, we, we, yeah, that's we put up there. Yeah, that's a celebratory number. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was I was happy to hear that. I was very excited. So that that yeah. So we are off to to a great start, for sure. Uh, and speaking of you know, since we're doing this every other week, next episode ten twenty six, and I think Artemis, are, are we getting a guest for next week? Indeed, we are. If anybody was catching any of the Warcraft Road to BlizzCon action over the last couple of weeks, you'll know that we have seen one hunter being stucking out in a thug cleave combo. Unfortunately, they didn't go through, but. Dilly Poo will be on the show to talk about all things PvP and Warlords of Draenor and what you can expect to happen in WAD with Hunters. Very cool. He didn't so make that's it through because uh, it wasn't three Hunters, right? He was playing with a uh, Rep Paladin and what was it? Druid? Shaman? I think Should it was. Should have just ran triple just... DPS with three Hunters and not a one. Maybe. I, I agree with that, but... We're not. But he'll tell us why. Exactly. <laughs> he'll tell us why we shouldn't have done that. So, Dilly <laughs> Poo on next episode. Yeah, that's very excited. So, that, yeah, that, that might be our one and only PvP episode of the year. But, you know, who knows? If this guy's good and continues to play, we, we may bring him back more as the Warlords of Draenor expansion goes on. But that, that's great to get some PvP because we were definitely lacking on that uh, last time around for sure. All right, and you guys were busy last night, uh, Team Hunter. Uh, what did what did you guys get done? I know that you guys were on your horde tunes and just blowing things up. So how did that go last night, and what did you do? Um, we slaughtered Tier 14, and I mean slaughter. Uh, we cleared it in less than an hour. So Tier 14, fun run. Anytime somebody died, uh, people were drinking, especially myself. I was not really remembering much after the end of the night. After we did Tier 14, we did a world boss tour out of willy-nilly. Um, it took five minutes to kill Ordos as everybody was chained running back and doing whatever we can to live. Uh, and then we went to go raid a couple of Lion Cities and we, well, no offense to Dwarves, but Ironforge became our Iron Boot. So, yay Team Hunter. That was our last All Hunter raid for 
mop and it's a little bittersweet. So and when you say when you say tier 14, are you talking normal or heroic or what 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 version of the the rage were you doing? We did normal mode cuz I I wasn't expecting like not too many well-geared players to show up, but well, a lot of well-geared players showed up, so Cool. And then what finally, of course. On, uh, oh, sorry. No, no, go, I was, go I was ahead. curious. What happened on Ordos? I wasn't able to make it. I had some prior commitments for my swim team, but what, what was the deal with Ordos? Did you guys have a pet tank? Um, well, I pre-pulled two minutes before Lust was up, and people were just like, what the heck did you do? And nobody was kind of ready, so it was oh, a miracle kill. It was that uh, maple bacon vodka speaking, right? It was... Is Actually, it's blueberry pancake vodka, oh and I, gosh, you know gross. what? I took no. like twelve shots of that last night. Mm-mm. I have more hair on my chest than you do. Probably after that, but that's not anything I'm going to dabble with. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it was it was a fun event, and hopefully, we can do more of those uh, in, in Warlords, and, and and you know, try and tackle some of that content late, later on uh, once we get rolling. But we've got BlizzCon coming up soon now. I think it's less than a month away, and I know you talked about doing the uh, All Hunter meetup. Uh, what are the details on that for so, people that are attending? Saturday night after the convention is all wrapped up, um, it'll either be 6.30 if the concert's like horrible or 9 p.m. if the concert is good for some reason. Um, we'll be meeting up at the Hilton. We can't get like a restaurant or a room because they didn't like the idea of us having lanyards to give away for some reason and then it like cost a lot of money. So we're gonna just gather in a public area. Um we'll have picture images to help you guys out come closer to the date. So don't fret. Don't fret. We'll show you where to go. I promise. I'm gonna like spam it on every Facebook group I posted you guys in and WHU for sure. So free lanyard to hand out, free hunter swag. Come hang out with us. There's 80 plus people coming. I got to contact Michelle Morrow, and she will actually be there. Among what? Yep. Dang, that is cool. I didn't even hear about that. I just got the details wrapped Sweet. in. Sweet. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, she's just been a great supporter of this show and, and the Hunter community. And and if correct me if I'm wrong, but she's actually like the host of, of BlizzCon this year, right? So she's actually got a pretty big part in the whole thing. Yep, she'll be co-hosting the DirecTV stuff, I'm assuming, and she'll be doing that with Chris Hardwick. Very, very cool. Now, now what was the issue with, with, with the lanyards? Uh, I didn't quite follow that. That seemed if weird to me. We couldn't get, like, the restaurant. They wanted to charge, like, $500 just because they were handing out, like, a couple lanyards for free. They were they were listing it under, a, like, a giveaway. That's ridiculous. So. I, I mean, agree. I, I mean, you know, does, we're just talking about something you just hang around your neck. I mean, it's it's like, <laughs> I don't it's know. It's not a big deal. Like next year, we'll obviously be a little bit more well prepared. We can fundraise early and get an actual room next year. I didn't expect a big turnout, so that's my bad for not planning ahead. So, oh well, we'll, <laughs> we'll still have well, fun regardless. Yeah, I was to say, there's there's no way that this won't be a great time. So if you are at BlizzCon, please plan to 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 get together with the whole hunter game with team hunter out there that should be fun and you should as kind of the last thing you should be able to catch a lot of us just floating around during the con too like i know myself and almost everybody else in the warcraft hunters union and team hunter are going to be wearing their shirts for the days i have both um, of my shirts in i think guys, artemis what? did you did you guys want to like have a uh 
place to meet up maybe for an hour during the convention for people to like say hi? Oh yeah. Yeah. We can do that closer to the meeting stone that there's like a big summoning stone. Like you would see outside of a dungeon. They have that in the con. If those of you that are going for the first time and it's a really cool place just to be like meet at the giant summoning stone. And it's like super easy to not miss and it works out really well. Mm -hmm. Now, how many of us are going to be there? Like I, I won't be there, but it sounds like you're going to be there. Solar, obviously you will be yep. Artemis. Anyone else? Any of you, uh, the rest of you going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, Thursday through Saturday. Cool. I won't be there. I'll be watching it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be right there with you watching it on on the live stream for sure. So I believe that is a uh, a normal that would be a podcast weekend for for us. So we'll have to figure out um we can do something while you guys are out there or with you or so we'll 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 figure we that out. We can have the show at the party. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the uh live stream for those of you watching at home will probably spend most of their time just following around us hunters and seeing what we're doing as that's the most important part of the con if that's we can right. figure out a way we will live stream the shenanigans cool all right well we've got a lot of news and stuff to go over why don't, why don't we do this there's one bit of news it's not really a big secret but patch 6.0 is going to be released finally finally on tuesday october the 14th so it's just a couple days from now so I thought it'd be good maybe to go around and just talk briefly about what we've been doing in-game lately, either to prepare or, or what we might plan to do on Tuesday when, when that patch drops. And uh, Solar, why don't we start with you? Yeah, so I haven't really been um, doing a whole lot um, in-game right now. I can't say I'm too heavily invested in just like past one year in Siege. We've still been doing our uh, bi-week or what is it, bi-monthly raids. We raid every two weeks so we don't burn out, but we still play together. Uh, so we cleared this week in yeah about three and a half hours to go 14 out of 14 heroic. And um, I think something happened that was minorly substantial in the raid, but I totally forget what it was. And I don't remember. I kind of bummed out. But yeah, it was a normal siege I, I, clear. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I thought you, cause I think I was online at one point and you tweeted something about a, one of your warriors or something. Did you? Oh get a drop oh, is that me. what you're talking about oh my gosh thank you for reminding me yeah so our warrior tank lind he's this really cool dude he's a super good tank he got the tusks of manor off to drop and everyone was very excited for him because not a you know there's no better deserving player to get that because he's just this guy's like a baller so i was really glad that he got that they're like super rare drop chance like super super rare very cool very cool yeah. how about you bendek what have you been doing um I just been doing some last minute stuff. I I dropped jewel crafting and converted to leatherworking. I just did that all in one sitting. Took took a couple hours. Uh, I finished the brawlers guild. Did some achievements. Um, the last thing I did was since there's a bunch of pets I want to tame in warlords. I just I had to go through my stable since it was full, and I just I deleted twenty of them and uh, to make oh, room. No. I know. It, it I don't know. Was, some of them are tough decisions, but and then I did a post on my site like showing the twenty pets I plan on taming. So might give people some ideas what they can go after. Very cool, very cool. And congratulations, by the way, for for going back to WoW Insider. Now my understanding is not scattered shots, but just general articles that they're whatever they they give you to write. You'll be writing over there now. Oh yeah, it's not scattered shots. They just needed another writer, I guess. You know, with warlords coming up and everything, so 
It'll just be yeah, general, general stuff. But I did sneak in a Hunter post yesterday or the day I before. saw that. Nice. I saw that. <laughs> cool. And how about you, Delirium? What have you been doing? Yeah, so I've I've been trying as hard as I can to not play, expecting that uh, we'll be putting in quite a few hours once WAD comes out. But then I got caught up in uh, grinding some Blood Sail rep. I wanted to get up to Exalted with them. And so I spent, I don't know, half the day yesterday just killing goblins down in Booty Bay. Um, and that's been pretty much my whole life in WoW recently, is uh, just killing goblins. I saw you were looking more, looking for more for that, and I don't have it, and it's always something that I've wanted to do, but then every time I look at it and then realize like all the goblin cities are going to hate me, I go, totally not even worth it. So <laughs> props, props to you, because I'm just like, I really want that, but I know I don't. Yeah, I started actually at the end of Cataclysm. I just joined a group for fun when somebody was spamming and asking for it. And I never actually finished, but I did get to hate it with all the goblin uh, factions. So I've, I've been hated all of MOP and when, what was it, 5.3 when we got ported to uh, Goblin City for, uh, I don't know what we were doing down in south of Orgrimmar. It didn't go well for me. Oh, nice. Yeah, all the guards in Ratchet were just like, mm-mm. You could say they were pretty ratchet. <laughs> wah, wah. And how about you, Artemis? So what have you been doing? Have you been playing much in game? Obviously, you did the Team Hunter event, which is cool. But uh, anything else for preparing for, for Warlords? Well, I've just been getting alts ready for split runs. So that's cool. basically it. I'm really bored. Yeah, well, you and everybody else. I mean, this is what the, the longest running patch I think that the game has is, is ever seen. Um yeah, for me, like like just like you, Bendek, I dropped uh, jewel crafting on dark and sort of power leveled up, uh, level uh, leather working. Got it, finally got it to six hundred. Didn't do it all in one sitting. I had to mats. I had to go farm some mats, buy some mats. Anyway, it took me a, probably a good couple of days to to get there, but I'm there and I feel feel good about it. So I'm happy with that. And then I've also just been playing around leveling an, another hunter for for grins. But uh, other than that, just waiting for for this patch to drop and looking forward to. Cleaning up my bags on Tuesday and uh, doing all those 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 things of that that nature. So very cool. <clears throat> so with so, with patch, go ahead. I just want, are most people switching to? Uh, I get you guys have talked about leatherworking just because jewel crafting doesn't have much going on. I'm curious if people are switching out of the uh, crafting professions and going to more gatherings on their main. I know I uh, I put Skinner back. Oh months ago i switched back to skidding on my main just because it's so much more fun to go out with my way over geared character than anything else are people getting excited about not having to have two crafting professions um i have two crafting professions right now engineering and blacksmithing but i'm probably going to change to um engineering and alchemy um just because you can make a trinket, and that's always a big deal at the start of an expansion. And I like to craft my own potions and flasks, so I think this is going to work out better for me. Um, and it seems like it works well to have uh, engineering and alchemy for your garrison. So I've been trying to plan it out somewhat well. I know other working sounds pretty good too, but I like this trinket off the bat. It really works well with um, engineering, I think, for just getting like startup gear. So I'm going to try what I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens. You should really consider weatherworking. I know, well, I know. Especially in your case, you don't want to be that guy who isn't taking oh. 
every advantage you can to get like the three pieces of crafted gear and your weapon the first week. So you're going to want to have basically two other alts with leatherworking so you guys can have like your workshops in the garrison making that gear ASAP with the work order. So And then you can have alchemy on the side. Like you can have three profession workshops. Remember that. Yeah. I mean, I all I'm gonna say: join the guild as a tar and miner. Still top (laughs) meters. Still top. So there you go. But 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 just what else? To clarify for everyone, what you know, since we've all switched to, to leatherworking, what's what's special about leatherworking? I'm sure people. I don't know that we fully explained what the. The advantage to having uh, leather working, and what, what's the gear that we're talking about? How many pieces are we able to get? From you mean other than the sheer awesomeness of it? No, like you can only have three pieces of crafted like profession gear on, minus weapon and apparently cloak because I don't know. Um, so that means you can pick like helm, chest, something else, and that's your three. So. You could be any combination of three pieces you want, and that's it. But you can only make, like, I believe one epic per week per work order, so that's why you want to have three leather workers off the get-go. You have three work orders going for that, three pieces of gear, and you're set. Cool. And is there, I mean, obviously garrisons aren't coming until to Warlord, so this isn't 6.0, which, which is fine, because we, we covered a ton of it, but... um. Is there anything we would want to do special in the garrisons? Like, Bendek, is there any kind of buildings we'd want to look at to support that endeavor and getting that crafted gear and doing anything to get it faster? Um, I think it's a good idea to have a barn because uh, that's the only way you can get, I think it's called Savage Blood, and you need that stuff to um, craft the items that upgrade your leatherworking armor to higher item levels. That comes from the stables, does it not? No, it's from the barn. The stables the doesn't oh. give you anything. It's the just like perks. And uh, you can buy the Savage Blood on the auction house, but I imagine it's going to be super expensive. Oh, I would think so, especially early on in the beginning of the expansion. Uh, it'll be expensive. And, and of course, really, it's, unless they change something, it's normally just this first tier where all that crafted gear from the professions is actually relevant in, in, in what we care about after that. You're pretty much just getting everything out of the raids moving forward. I kind of hope they change that because, I don't know, the way they got the garrison set up with crafting is actually kind of fun. You can pretty much support yourself, you know, if you get a couple garrisons going. Yeah, it you know, the, the changes to the professions and the, I mean, we say that there aren't any DPS boosts, although we're, we're looking to get some of the gear from that. But you wonder what the economy is going to be like especially now because one thing uh, in 6.0 is the auction houses are, are all getting merged so horde and alliance will just be sharing the same ah so if you're into making gold which i'm not great at that's something to, to, to pay attention to but but that's that's basically it with with with, with leather working it so you can kind of maximize the the gear you get to, to start off which i'm a big fan of so i'm looking forward to that so what else do we want to cover you know they've been pushing out beta and ptr updates like left and right i think there was a stretch there they might have done like four or five in a row like four like i'll say four or five days but i mean you could probably have measured the releases in hours which i don't know how they expected anybody to test anything since it was probably down more than it was up 
But um, yeah, the build push this last week or two was crazy. They probably knocked out like twenty, thirty like live builds where they had to reset everything. It's like, ugh. well, not reset, but you know, halt any testing on the beta and deploy the build. It was crazy. Yeah, because it takes some hours to do that. Now there really haven't been much in the way of of hunter changes, by the way. So if you're expecting us to come out and so I just give you the bad news now that they really has they haven't really touched hunters at all. Although I believe there was one of those builds. Whereas you as you described it, Bendek, they kind of unnerfed survival, and I wouldn't say that they they buffed it per se. Um, was that that was your impression? Yeah, they just they did some nerfs a few builds earlier, and they kind of just undid them. Um, you know, to explosive shot, black arrow, serpent sting. Uh, they they buffed arcane shot a little bit, which helps BM too and multi shot, but it's nothing significant. You know, a kill shot too. Kill shot's a big deal for the two specs that have it now. It's like yeah, a heavy hitter, heavy hitter. That's that's that got buffed quite a bit, yeah. It takes priority by far in your rotation. Um, plus with the reset going really quick, like it's really nice. Yeah, that's an awesome fix, by the way. You guys know for like a Mercius when you kill shot and it takes like an hour and a half to get to him, and that's fixed. Yes, so, totally awesome. Yeah, that is nice, and that's good, and that's the way kill shot should be. I mean, something that's only available for a certain amount of time or a certain point in your rotation. At the end, we're talking about, it. you know, it should be the, I like having it the priority and having it actually feel like a kill shot, like a big shot. There was, uh, I don't know if it was miss, but I think maybe in Cataclysm at some point, one, some point in the ex- one of these expansions, it just kind of it felt like it didn't do much more than a arcane shot. It felt more like a free arcane shot, and that wasn't very exciting. So it's good to see it get, uh, some of the respect that it deserves there. And I think they made a change to exotic munitions as well. I know we were having some discussions about that offline. What's happening with that? That's a level 100 talent. Yeah, they for exotic munitions, they they nerfed the poison ammo, which is the supposed to be the single target ammo. But the problem is, or I, I think anyway, they they nerfed it too much because in a single target fight, you can use incendiary ammo, which is supposed to be the AOE ammo, and there's really not much damage difference. We're talking like one percent. So I don't know why they would do that. Like you might as well just, unless it's pure single target, you might as well just keep incendiary ammo on. Does everyone else seem to feel that way too? Is that kind of what they've done with this talent now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't see any reason to ever use. Uh, munitions. Maybe if you're moving a lot and can't use the other talents, like they just don't work at all, and you need a passive, but it's pretty lackluster as is. Yeah, absolutely. I think the scaling's a lot of whack, and I don't know how often they're testing their numbers. Um, Hang on, my dog's going crazy, but I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> She's saying hello. But yeah, I think uh, this uh, exotic ammunitions is pretty um just kind of suck in total just uh, the the frozen ammunition is going to be really cool for pvp just because getting those slows out sure. is going to be totally awesome however sorry i had to tell her to stop talking um it's the only thing that i think is going to ever happen to this unless they buff it again is that it's just going to be way better at an end tier for survival because the mastery is going to scale with it i said that last week too but um, like that's like the only perk to these talent trees right now. Like the numbers that they're giving us for coefficients and attack power scaling is just totally, you know, totally low, and it makes no difference. Like they said, they might as well just run incendiary if you're not, you know, do 100% pure single targets. So yeah, kind of bummer yeah. town. 
Deviriat from, I don't know if I'm saying that right, from Artemis's guild, and I were testing MMAOE yesterday on the uh, beta, and incendiary ammo was doing significantly less DPS than, even if you're using multi-shot, it's doing less DPS than uh, just taking Lone Wolf and the buff it gives to Chimera Shot. So just that one buff to Chimera Shot is enough to uh, out-DPS incendiary, which is I don't know, kind of embarrassing for exotic munitions, I would think. I think overall for a talent system, it's embarrassing. There's no choice on our level 100 talents, and that should be a problem. But again, I feel we're very much ignored. Like, focusing shot is completely useless. I will never see a situation where that will be any value to a raid or even PvP. Like, And then they have to kill ammo, which was pretty much a cool concept that just got ruined so thanks obama so so basically no go ahead okay i think with toth though like in, in conjunction with thrill of the hunt and using focusing shot i think that's a pretty strong aoe option though like if you can generate 60 focus back from the focusing shot and then be able to get those reduced cost multi shots from thrill um you might be able to ride that focus out for some time um i don't know how often we how we've looked at that simming however like in an aoe encounter but um that i think might be strong a strong contender has that uh, been tested that's actually a pretty good point yeah no i think so too i'm not sure if we've actually ran that azor come back azor <laughs> we need our numbers <laughs> our, our cute little 17 year old numbers man silly euros mm. But yeah, that's what I was just saying. That, that's a that's a potential option for focusing shot. That's the only way I could see that ever being useful is just to build up a large amount of focus and then slowly ride that down. With the thrill. issue yeah. with that is still the fact that it's a completely immobile um, yeah. Yeah. talent choice, and it's a really long windup. Imagine fights with uh, ads. You're sitting there trying to cast up your focus back, and oh, they're already dead because everything else, like an instant AOE, are well. You just got gimped, bro. <laughs> well, we knew that a while ago. That's not news. I I'm just reminding you. Mm -hmm. I think exotic munitions. Exotic munitions. It's still. It's, it might not be the ideal choice, but it's still decent for survival. I think. It might be decent yeah. for AOE as well. Like I don't know. Did anyone test a cleave on incinerary ammo? Uh, yeah, I think we did. It just wasn't that good. We did test some things out with Explosive Trap, though, right, Delirium? Yeah, looked at Explosive Trap. I'm not sure what you're uh, fishing for here. It's usable now. Um, if if you have ads that'll you know be alive for 20 seconds, it's uh, I think it's doing as at least as MM. I didn't test it as SV yet, but it looks like it's doing about 10k damage total per target. So once you get up to five targets, if they can all be, you know, hit at the same time and stay alive for 20 seconds, it's it's a small DPS boost, but worth using, which is kind of exciting because there hasn't been a trap worth using for a long time. Very long time. Yeah, it, for obviously for survival, it's going to it's gonna do a little more damage. Um, but in any spec, if you drop explosive trap, even on two targets, it's a DPS gain to do so. Obviously much more minimal in, in two to four target situations. But yeah, like originally when you dropped explosive trap, it would do like one percent 
additional damage of your overall damage is AoE, which is like totally like why even bother? Um, although, I mean, I guess if you're going to use the global for 1%, you might as well if you're going to go for that damage. So, but now it's going to, you know, do like what, 2, 3% now? I think it got an almost doubled buff. Was it 4.3 to 8.6% of your attack power? Scaled? Either way, it's going to do more damage. It's still worth using if you want to get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, so, rebind that explosive trap. Speaking of traps, what's with the travel time now? Uh, I haven't noticed anything. What is it? It's like extremely slow. Like it to a full like forty yards. It's about two seconds travel time now. Oh, huh. two Probably seconds travel BBC, time. Not to sound like that guy, but no way they can't do that to us though. I know enough yeah. about PvP to know that removing scatter shot um out of out of our toolkit made it almost impossible for a hunter to line up his trap outside of like another class's cc so for example like the i don't know the warrior would like storm bolt and then you'd have to trap off of that uh which makes it even more frustrating but if there's a travel time with the trap too that's just ridiculous because that even that just totally gimps our cc now like 100 percent. the only thing we have out of that is wyvern sting yeah i think what it does is make us a little bit worse at support cc but it kind of encourages you to use like kind of a kiting cc instead i mean you don't have to use trap launcher um and so it still works pretty well especially with the instant arming to be right. trapping as you kite you know when that warrior's right up on you but yeah it really may you know if somebody's if you're trying to peel someone off your healer it's real tough now yeah that's bananas man b-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-
what's sort of the style in terms of the mechanics and things and in terms of the amount of movement that you've seen? I mean, what have you seen with the fights that you've done so far for Warlords of Draenor? It's a really good mix of fights that favor melee and fights that favor range. Like Hans and Franz is a definitely melee favored fight where range don't really get a whole lot of breathing room. But fights like, you know, I don't know, let's see, like Kargath and stuff like that, range can really just sit there and turret most of the time, honestly. So it's it's been a pretty, uh, I think, fairly balanced mix of both, um, which is pretty cool, honestly. I think they've actually did quite well at making fights favor um, and, you know, having certain uh, niches shine on a fight-to-fight -fight basis instead of, say, like a tier-to-tier -tier basis like some encounters that we've seen in the past. So that's been a huge benefit. And with those, I mean, do you see anything where you say, okay, yeah, on this fight, you know, oh, there's so much movement. Yeah, I can see hunters are going to, we're going to be great on this fight and we'll probably be, you know, top. Whereas, you know, this fight over here uh, kind of favors our weaknesses, if you will. And yeah, we're, we would expect to be much lower. Or is it just look, you know, no, we're going to be down below on every single one that we, we hit. Um, well, thankfully, I mean, I guess there's one thing to be thankful for that we are really the only, um, range damage dealer that can do our full rotation on the move barred from two abilities. Um, and that's pretty groovy. Uh, and you can really tell on fights like, uh, Hans and Franz where you have to be moving like almost all of the time, you're going to outshine probably most of the range unless they're like mega OP, uh, perhaps like an affliction warlock might sweep past you or something like that. But, um, demo. Yeah, or whatever, whatever the dot-based warlock ownage class is right now. Um, and yeah, like you'll notice on that fight for sure because every range is moving and they're not having a good time with it. But on fights where you're going to stand still and fight off a range DPS or in your raid, they're they're probably going to get the upper hand if they're both if you guys are both playing well. Um, but like I said, like there's that one fight. I mean that that comes vividly to mind. I mean there's going to be a couple more like War Gorger and. Um, Rack and spore and stuff like that, where you're also going to notice it a little bit too. Um, but overall, I'd say most of the fights you're you're not going to get the upper hand from being a hunter, as unfortunate as that is. And we sort of talked about two um, marksmen, of course, coming up, and that still seems to be the case, right? I mean, we're you're looking at marksmen, and more importantly, we're also looking at potentially lone wolf as the level one hundred talent. And that's sort of going to be the the build that we're looking at for for rating this first tier. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just going to play Marks with Lone Wolf. I think that seems to be the most ideal option right now as things currently stand. That makes me sad. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace, though. When was the last time we got to do this? Firelands. Firelands was the last time Marksman was competitive. Oh, not so much the marksmanship is that in order to do do the best TPS, you have to get rid of your patch. Oh, yeah. No, I know that's going to be a downer, especially for people that just went out and tamed Gera and they can't even use it if they want <laughs> no. to raid competitively. It's like, well, I'll put it out for trash or something like that. So, yeah, that is kind of a downside to to how well marksman's doing right now. But They should give us a water elemental because we're basically a mage. <laughs> I'll go but, back in my corner now. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Just shrink away, but 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 yeah, I sort of agree with Bendek. I'm not a big fan of of Lone Wolf. I like playing with the pet. Like I said, Marksman, that's fine. You know, if that's going to be the the spec I should take to to raid, I'm okay with that. But yeah, I don't like the idea of not having the 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 pet. I mean, that to me, that sort of like should be more been more of a 
a play style choice and not something that seems to be feels like it's mandatory now. Yeah, I just want exotic munitions to be, you know, a more competitive choice. And like I said, I, I, I certainly thought that going into this, that focusing shot would be a nice choice for uh, marksmen that seem to fit in. But as, as you say, it doesn't look to be the case now. It might be. Let's let's go back to the drawing board on focusing shot, because I think for AOE situations or like pulling up burst or something like that, it's it's it has more benefit than I think people might have given it. Like as it stands, like in a rotation, it's pretty clunky. It doesn't work well with certain focus costs, but um, uh, I think we can rework it maybe one more time. My issue is give me a fight right now. Give me a fight or give me a lot of fights right now where that's ever going to be a real scenario that where there's Mm -hmm. constant cleave up. Like give me a real fight right now that would actually be like a thing. You're not going to want to use focus shot for that one occasion where a couple ads spawn every like 30 seconds, and then it's a DPS loss. Yeah, no, you're totally right. I guess I'm thinking more of this tier where that would be like an ideal situation. But yeah, for the watch tier, there's a lot of cleave. Like, yeah, fallen protector is what that would be. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I guess I should probably not think about this tier, but think about the expansion we're going into. So yeah, I think that might where your level 100 talent. Yeah, (laughs) where we're gonna be using this. Yeah, Uh, that's true though. So maybe next tier. Maybe next year we'll get a little more cleave going on, and we can maybe we can revisit. But uh, that's, that's definitely a valid point. Yeah, and, and then I each... actually had. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, Delirium. I was gonna say I actually posted about this yesterday, but I was, I was solar enjoying using focusing shot as MM to just get off a ton of multi shots, and uh, and then yesterday on one of the Skype channels, uh, Div was mentioning, well, have you tried just doing a single target rotation with barrage and chim shot? And uh, and then yeah, it turned out you need at least six targets to make multi shot be do more damage than aim shot. <laughs> and it's just whenever it does. I mean, it's just multi shot even with bombardment up. Say you can keep bombardment up for a hundred percent of the fight. Six you need targets. Six targets to make it multi shot. Don't you know? Like, I mean, don't you know how to play marksman? You need a bombardment weave. Properly, like uh-huh. Celeste Talon does. Yeah, God's man, that's rough. what a rough patch. Just have, when was the last time hunters were this like gimped? When they I don't know, at the beginning of MOB, it was it was a little rough. A little rough beginning of MOP or post the, the Link's Rush apocalypse? <laughs> Before yeah, yeah. in the beta, in beta we were simming really low. Oh, but we Things were doing were very well. Yeah, I mean, it's been up and down, and and the trend has sort of been towards down (laughs) as we've gotten to the end here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought we were, I thought we might have had a chance to redeem ourselves, but I, I even tweeted Celestalon, and and of course, did not get a response. Um, I was like, hey, do you think, um, hunters are going to have any major or significant changes, um, from now until launch, or alternatively, could you answer how you're feeling about them going live right now? Um, but we don't have an actual report on that. So I'll get back to you. Maybe next episode he'll have something to say. Yeah, I think it's going to take, I, I think we're probably done for until, till launch. And, you know, when does the rating start? I think the rating won't start really until but early December. 
So once they start getting some numbers from there, I think that's when you'll see see changes and you'll see where hunters lie. And I hopefully, you know, they'll have one of those, you know, patches that just gives us a bunch of buffs and maybe nurse everybody else. <laughs> they're just going to buff Lone Wolf because they don't have Aspect anymore. Yeah, or Auto Shot. <laughs> one of the two. Auto Shots. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I don't know how they'll plan to do the tuning from here on out. If they'll, you know, take a look at individual abilities like that, or if they'll just find one thing where they can just kind of crank up the knob a little bit, and maybe maybe it'll be Lone Wolf. Although that doesn't help, and maybe Lone Wolf and an adaptation if 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 they want to buff up Beast Mastery and give the pet a little more boost there. Yeah, of course that's that really just makes funny. the other talents even worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like take your poison. It's really funny though, like. Because of the aspect of the hawk removal, they literally have to look at something and say, oh, we need to crank that ability up. Uh, guys, what do we do? I think they're going to be confused. Yeah, I think they already are. But <laughs> did we uh, want to talk about um, <laughs> did we want to talk about what uh, specs and talents we're going to use for 100? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that might. I mean, again, this might be subject to change, but since we're very close to a live warlords uh, i think this is probably going to stay pretty close to what we're going to provide yeah, and you guys I, here and i don't think it changes much at level 90 either so we're really we're talking about on tuesday 6.0 you'll probably just hop into that spec and, and the only thing you won't have of course are the level 100 talents but everything else i think would 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 be about the same mm. but so so uh let's see so where do you want to start want to Start with the level 60 talents, I guess. That's yeah. a good place to, to start. Um, so, so, yeah, okay. So BM is going to take Dire Beasts, of course. Um, always been our strong contender. Scales with Mastery. Even though it got the focus cost reduced from 5 to 2, still a strong contender. Um, for Survival, uh, what we've been simming, everything shows very close, but actually Dire Beast is on top for pure single target. Um, I'm guessing that the MOE stands for Margin of Error. Yeah. They're all within the margin of error. Okay, so yeah, so all three of the um, all three of the talents are all fairly close to each other. So do you think we could safely say that choosing the one you like in uh, your level sixty talent tree for survival would be safe? Yeah, so far it's what it's looking like. Yeah, who's playing survival? But if you are and you want to pick your level sixty talent, you can almost grab any one you like and have it be relatively the same. Please don't and play then, survival. <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone else have a boycott on survival. See what happens. I, I'm not kidding. Like you, it's like one thing to like survival, but literally you don't have any multi-strike gear on the get-go. Uh, minus harm salesman. Congratulations, yeah. 200 points. Whoop de doo. And then everything else is like, I don't know. You depend way too much on scaling. I feel like for survival, and it's really bad. Just avoid it. It's just wait till 100, please. Thank you. You know, it'd be so cool if, like, by the end of the tier, you go to, like, uh, World of Logs or Warcraft Logs and, like, look at the parse rankings for survival. And if there were no hunters there, oh, that would be cool. Mm. That means nobody yeah. would have played survival. Pretty neat. We can do it. Boycott survival <laughs> 2014. Yeah, there's always that one guy. <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> we'll just, uh, uh, you're the weakest link. Goodbye. We'll, like, ban him from island. Yeah, come on. If there's nobody in the parses at all, then somebody's going to get on there just to have a number one ranking. There's no yeah, way to avoid sure. that. 
It's a level but, 60. That's, you know, that's the focus regen tier. So that looks pretty good. It looks like they did a decent job of that. I mean, what about steady focus? Does that look reasonable for anybody or, or that probably the, the odd one out on that tier? Yeah, I think it's pretty fun. I, I kind of enjoy the having to manage the steady or whatever your focus shot is, steady shot or cobra shots. It's just kind of interesting. Adds something to do and reminds me of you know how um, marksmanship is on live right now, which I enjoy. So it's kind of neat. It doesn't give you a ton of um, focus right now, so it's hard for it to it it competes with dire beast's focus, but it doesn't uh provide the extra dps that dire beast does so it's not looking like a beginning of the expansion kind of tier once we get more focus then it will in turn go up or more focus regeneration i'm sorry yeah you also discovered that um it also increases your pet's focus regen right did we confirm that i know we were yeah yeah it definitely is and it turns out i did a post about that recently but it turns out uh, other people on MMOC figured that out long before I did. So I guess that's been common knowledge in some hunter communities for a while now. Whoops. Well, now well, it's common knowledge for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But that's good to know. That's good. That makes it uh, has some certainly more benefit and utility there, which is cool. Yeah, uh, I think especially for AOE for uh, BM, that might come into play because that Beast Cleave... It'll just be you know that much better if you can get off your oh whatever smack or bite every three seconds instead of having to build up focus for it. All right. So why don't we take a look at the level seventy-five talents? These are more DPS oriented. Um, so what are we seeing here? Who wants to do these? I'll, I'll do them. them. Okay. Oh, you know you do them. You okay. Do them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for BM, it's it looks like it's still blink strikes. Um, yeah, there's just too much utility there, like with the, you know, for pet mobility and all the beast cleave damage. I mean, I just don't see why you'd want to take anything but blink strikes. Maybe murder crows for single target. What do you guys think? Uh, uh, no, nah, blink strikes is just too powerful, man. Just like you said, and then that, and the fact that it scales with all three of our secondary stats, crit haste mastery. Boom, big deal. It's a yeah. great talent. And for survival and marksmanship, the murder of crows is looking pretty good, especially now that it doesn't cost so much focus and you can use it more often. And if the target dies while it's on, the cooldown resets. That's pretty cool. But uh, Delirium was saying that Stampede technically sims higher, but that may be off, you're saying? Yeah, I don't know why it's simming so high, things, but yeah. it is. On all the sims I've done, it's... It, gets a little bit higher with stampede not significantly but uh when i've been testing a murder of crows is on top by a significant margin and I, I don't know if there's a huge rng factor in stampede or it's because the especially when you play with lone wolf um the pets tend to just hang out beside you instead of attacking and since you're in lone wolf you know you have no way to direct them to attack Wait, so are you saying hunters are bit. having pet AI issues? Is that what I was hearing? That doesn't happen. I don't know what game. I don't play. think that might be a first. You heard it here, folks. First time ever, hunters <laughs> have pet AI issues. Oh no! So and, and let's just make sure. I, I, I think I know the answer to this, but when you say you know when you're comparing Stampede and a Murder of Crows, I guess you're doing a simulation over a 
a certain period of time. In other words, so you're you're really comparing one stampede to say three or four murder of, of crows versus like yeah, because one yeah, murder of crows to one stampede. So compare, you know, say we have a six minute fight. We're talking about right. two stampedes or five murder crows. Um, and so we're comparing that damage overall and the focus cost of those. So, you know, Stampede being free is a pretty huge deal. So it's just a free shot that you can use while you're in your huge burst phase, you know, with both your trinkets up and your pot going at the beginning of the fight. So it gets buffed a lot more. I think uh, Murder of Crows has a lot more opportunity to be stacked during the fight. So if you have a burn phase mm -hmm. uh, like Nazgrim is now, you know, part where you need to do more damage or where the boss takes more damage you can make sure to line that up where stampede that'll be a little bit harder with the five minute cd yeah i just like the change they did for for a murder of crows to me and it just makes it more interesting now the fact that you can reset the the cd mm -hmm. uh, when the target dies you can use it more frequently i mean it's always had a very good visual I mean, the problem with Stampede is, in, especially in a radius, you, you never see it happening. I mean, you press the button and you hear the sound, but you never really see those pets doing anything because there's so much going on underneath the boss with all the melee and everything else that you don't really get to to enjoy it, per se. You know, you just hit the button and know that you're doing more DPS, and, and that's really it. So I, that's why I kind of like Murder of Crows. I think we should have a uh, Hunter ability going away party Monday night and just use all the abilities we'll never see again. <laughs> like Link's Rush, I will miss that spell. Oh my god! Link's Rush. Every hunk, uh, every hunter we could gather use Link's Rush at the same time. Hashtag oh bring back <laughs> Link's Rush. That would be cool. And we can spam Stampede one last time. Yeah, exactly. Fly out the server. Five hundred Stampede pets coming out at once. Orgrimmar crashes. Raid a shrine or something and just <laughs> crash someone's shrine. And then what about level 90? I don't know that we're seeing a whole lot of changes. Well, though they did change Barrage, so I guess we should talk about how Barrage and Glaive, because really for PvE, those are the only two options at that tier. I mean, Power Shot is pretty much purely a, a PvP uh, ability due to the knockback. But how are Glaive Toss and Barrage comparing for the, for the three specs? Didn't we uh, eke out that uh, Glaive Toss was uh, only like 0.5% DPS higher than um, roughly than uh, Barrage was on single target? Was that the yeah, they, Delirium? They're Do you remember that? Close. I haven't I haven't looked at BM, um, but for SV and MM, they're pretty close. Uh, some of the problem is Barrage gets in the way of your rotation a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so especially as MM with Lone Wolf which I keep bringing up, unfortunately. Um, the Your aimed shots are just so powerful, and they cost a lot less focus than Barrage does. So is the question isn't really, you know, is Barrage better than Glaive Toss? Because it did get that huge damage buff. But it's really, is Barrage better than aimed shot? And it's kind of not quite. <laughs> it's You know, it, it could be a DPS increase if you're really good at managing your focus and pulling it and making sure you don't lose any chim shots. But chances are at 60 focus, you're going to, you know, delay your chim shot for a second or even part of a second is going to be a problem. So I'm getting Glaive Toss coming out a little bit better when you're using Lone Wolf. Just because it doesn't even, get I mean, that's, that's definitely for single target, right? I mean, Barrage for sure, for sure. AMG, oh, yeah, definitely. Respects. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just, make sure. Just single target. Yeah, and even Power Shot um, in The Sims is coming out pretty high. 
I saw that. Because it has a longer um, CD, so it doesn't get in the way of your aim shots. And so basically, it's not saying power shot's good. It's saying using lots of aim shots is good. And, and of course, the issue with power shot is, is it has the, the knockback. So, I mean, I don't think that affects bosses necessarily, but certainly ads and things like that. It's problematic there. How crazy would that be if it did affect bosses? I would take power shot purely just to piss off the melee. <laughs> I still take it anyway. Rogue's like, damn it. I still take it regardless. I I don't know what Sims you guys are reading. It's a DPS game for me. Do you just like it? I, you know, I like standing there and casting a long wind-up. That's why I'm playing Markman. <laughs> um, I, for one, welcome my arcane mage back. Today on Hunting Party Podcast, Artemis tells jokes. Mage Party Podcast. Ooh. I've never listened to that. Uh, yeah, but I think everybody agrees Barrage for AoE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for I don't sure. think there's much question there. Uh, when I was testing... SV and MM, I was getting something like 45% of my AoE damage was from Barrage uh, at five targets, which is just crazy. And for something you use once every 20 seconds, it's a lot of AoE damage. What about Barrage for Beast Mastery in single target? Because with Beastial Wrath, you're going to get every, what, third Barrage is going to be cheaper? Yeah, yeah, and then with the, is it the two-piece or four-piece? Where you get more bestial rats. I was yeah. I really enjoyed that yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, it was fun to do and try to time. Did we decide if that was RPPM or static twenty percent? I haven't gotten a response from anybody, and it seems to have changed throughout the builds. They yeah. didn't announce any change, but it's, it's gotten still, a lot less common. It was so common at the start. I remember I chained three bestial rats back to back, and I was like, oh, I'm in love. And then after I I went back on the dummies, like maybe two weeks later, and it did not have the same results. So, yeah, and I, I mean, couldn't figure out what what procked it and what didn't. Like if it was on like a 20 second internal cooldown, or if it was on like a an RPPM based thing. Because that's what it seemed like. You get three back to back, and you wouldn't see one for like a full minute. You know. Mm-hmm. But well, they did announce when that when they kind of when they made them available for testing that those were not the final numbers in any way, shape, or form. So we had to had a feeling that that one was going to go in the negative direction there, just because of the 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 frequency that you were getting those those bestial wrath. <laughs> but that was fun though. But if we're gonna be marksmen anyway, I guess we don't really. It doesn't matter a whole lot. <laughs> but just oh. to kind of wrap things up a little bit here. Um, so looking at 6.0 versus 100, so how close are all three specs then? And, and that's for 6.0 when those folks that might still be doing some mythic rating or just want to go into SOO and uh, get some of those last few uh, heirloom items, etc. Right, and this is this is come Tuesday, guys. So when Tuesday yep. rolls around, these are how these specs are sitting right now. Oh, he wants to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't really done much testing at level 90. Even on the beta when I was playing, I didn't really look at the difference between specs. So yeah. somebody else will have to do this one. Well, well, someone sort of put a note in here. It looks like MM and BM are close in 6.0. That's level 90 with with SV just, you know, trailing behind. SV and... is behind tanks. Don't yeah. play survival. <laughs> wait, wait. You didn't see the latest no. build. That's SV is ahead of Prot Warriors now. It's it's fine. It's oh, well, still off by a fair Just margin. Just barely. <laughs> Are we beating Holy Priest? That's the real question. They didn't put Holy Priest on the chart. I didn't see him. Probably because 
They were they too high. Embarrass us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was disappointing. I think the only tank that wasn't beating us was Prop Paladin, so it's like, oh. Yeah. I, but yeah, so. I feel like, okay, for siege scenarios, Marksman is not going to be favorable. There's a lot of movement in this tier that's going to evolve a lot of, like, pre-planned thinking of where you're going to be stepping and whatnot, but, I mean, with consistent moving, probably a lot of your strats still, you're going to have to really, like, challenge yourself to make sure you get that mastery up. Yeah. And the other I... issue is there's a lot of cleave, and I don't think BM cleave is going to be weaker than or, uh, Marksman cleave, so... It's yes. it's going to be a toss-up, but survival, don't touch the spec. I, I'll find you. Some of the issue with uh, BM versus marksmanship for AoE is uh, it looks like BM's definitely ahead. Beast Cleave is still kind of a monster, but the um, you can do MM with your full single target rotation, like doing your full single target damage to your focused target without um, sacrifice, you know, while you're doing your AoE with Barrage and Chimshot. Whereas BM, you know, you're really sacrificing a lot of single target damage to keep yeah. your cleave up all the time. Absolutely. Uh, so and it's great for big packs of adds and stuff like that, but you're sacrificing a lot if your rate is trying to focus a target. And that's and a really good point, too. Of, yeah, and there's still a lot of, like, single target fights where BM cleave will not trump marksman single target more than likely, so right. that's still something to keep in and mind. I'm going to be like, switching back and forth. Ride. Like, those right. ads being up for a couple seconds isn't going to push BM over the edge and, you know, fine line the differences. So, there's an example. Inertion, perhaps. Um, you know, other fights like Galacrass, Fallen Protectors, you'll see BM trumping. I was about to say, I'm going to do marks for Fallen Protectors just because I want to get the hang of being able to cleave his marks and stuff like that. And then, like, the Kim shot still hitting two of the three Protectors and then being able to barrage every 20 seconds. I'm just going to try it. But I think, I think if you guys... It may not be. I'll have my other hunter go BM. Well, your other two... Well, usually, like, one guy is out in Africa being kited anyways, right? So, you have the other well, I mean, two only when up, he so. goes into his little poopy phase where he yeah, drops but that's still quite a bit, you know? We always try and keep him cleaved up because we all like to pad. But... Yeah, we, we do too, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to... Well, what I was getting at was I'm going to just hold on to two specs and then rotate him as necessary. So, like, big, big cleave fights like Galakras and, um, you know, Shamans and stuff like that. Uh, probably going to roll... Uh, with the um, marksman or BM rather, and then for single target stuff, just practice marksman. But I'm gonna go marks for protectors too, just to try and see what like the minor cleave, not like full on AOE, but just like minor cleave looks like. Uh, so I, I recommend you guys try that too. Is just is just flip back and forth between your two preferred specs, and then you know see how they play and try and get the gist of it uh, for the tier. So it'll be good practice. Is really what it's gonna be. Garrosh uh, will be interesting with Aspect of the Fox. I think it'll really help the encounter out quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Huge deal. We get that at 90, right? Like, that's confirmed? It's not like something we yes. get at 92? Yes, okay, I forget so... the level that you actually get it at, but it's, 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 it's pre... In other words, if you were leveling up a hunter, you would get it before level 90 even. I, I, but I don't remember the cool. exact level. Cool. So, you know, work with your healers because, like I said, a lot of your fights will probably have movement involved in the strat. And Aspect of the Fox will definitely have an advantage in Siege Reclairs, so keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I don't. Other than the level 100 talents, I don't think we get any new 
ability is between 90 and uh, and 100. Yeah, it's a bit boring. No, it, yeah, yeah. Just perks. Just perks. Yeah, just, just the perks, yeah, perks. Which, are, which are cool. They were but, cooler but, when you got one every level, and then they cut that, and then they did more cuts and stupid yeah, games. cool-ish. Yeah, but when you when you guys log into Raid Night, remember the first thing you do when you get your aspect of the fox on your bar and bound and stuff like that is you talk to your healing lead and you say, <laughs> "When do you want this?" Yes, it's you. You guys need, or I'm not. I don't know why I said you guys, but we need to get in the habit of communicating with our healers for when they want aspect of the fox. Because like, if you guys have like a healing officer or like a healing lead or just like a main healer who usually does like most of the healing work or and or organization, just be like, "Hey, man or lady." Uh, when is this a good time for you? I said lady. All right. Well, why don't we do this? Normally, in the when we used to do the show, we would just end things and completely ignore the listeners and their questions. But why don't we go ahead and knock out uh, some of the emails and the, the tweets and things we got this week? Because I think there's, there's some good stuff here from, from folks. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Where do we start? There's a lot. Uh, yeah, let's start with the... Who wants to start? Delirium, why don't you read this one from, from Rom? All right. Uh, Rom says, hi, fellow dues payers. Um, and then he's asking, as a BM hunter, I run with Trinket AOC and TED, Ticking Evan Detonator, since I remember hearing somewhere that Harem's Talisman doesn't proc from Kill Command. Now I had the fortune of looting the heroic Warforged version of Harem's this week. Did some simming on Female Dwarf with it. Hey, Female Dwarf, we can still use. That's exciting. <laughs> Anyhow, hey. what surprised me was that when I sinned with harems instead of AOC, my DPS actually increased, which seemed counterintuitive. I was wondering if any of you had encountered this, or if this is simply due to the fact that harems is heroic warforged, whereas the other trinkets are only heroic. Yeah, yeah. It, it is because it is only mm-hmm. heroic. You always want to go for the higher item level trinket i mean not always for some weird scenarios but i feel like you still want to go with aoc and then the heroic arms especially for tuesday you're not going to want to use ted across the specs anymore so get that heroic arms out anyways wait what was that not, you're not, not going to use ted you're not going to use ted on patch did they fix aoc they fix AOC. AOC's been oh. fixed for patches now. Where, what? Where have I yeah. been? Yeah, maybe I <laughs> skimmed over that one. So it still it still has a good CDR on it. Yeah, like. Well, hey, what do you know? Or the okay, heck it is. well. Yeah, I didn't know that until today either. So yeah, okay. I don't know when hey, they, they, they can't blame me. Yeah, yeah hey. they did. You're welcome. <laughs> but awesome. Bindak, you were saying it even is working at level one hundred, right? Yep, at level one hundred, the I guess the heroic warforged one gives you ten percent CDR. Which no way. Something. Wait, 100%? 10%. Oh, 10%. Okay. I was going to say, sweet. This is Warlords. Right. Take zeros out of things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't think we're going back to the days where you have some low item level trinket that's just so awesome. You use it for the entire expansion. What was that? I remember those Dark Moon Barrels. Fair cards. Yeah. Barrels oh. with rune that I never got <laughs> in my feral. Oh, well. So, yeah, so... So AOC is, yes, you definitely want to hang on to that and continue to use that uh, when 6.0 drops. It's been fixed. All right. Uh, let's see. We have one from Garfurian on Twitter. He wants to know which pruned ability would you like to get back and which ability should have been pruned but wasn't. So uh, I don't know. Bendek, you want to start with this? Uh, which pruned ability? 
I don't know, maybe kill shot for survival. Uh, <laughs> was writing something there. Um, yeah, for sure. As for stuff that should have been pruned, um, nothing really stands out to me. I don't know. Anyone else have anything? I think, honestly, traps, like, of all things, if you're not going to make it useful, why have it in the game at all? If that's That's how they're... Sorry, I know, I love traps too, but that's how their, like, whole notion of the button pruning stance has been going, so it's still kind of a worthless ability, so why the heck is it still in the game? I guess it was, the traps are just iconic, right? Explosive yeah. traps. Uh, ice traps yeah. and everything. But, like, when, I mean, yeah, snake trap is just, I don't know, man, I don't know what they wanted to do with snake trap. They, I mean, didn't they shelve it to just survival too? But like the only time it's I ever glyphed. use snake trap, it's, it's glyph yeah, now. Glyphed, yeah, it's yeah. Thing is the thing. It's like, like when it's I solo funny. to keep aggro on something, so they hit my snakes instead of me. Like that's the only time I ever use snake trap. <laughs> right. But that's still cool. I especially when we first hit ninety, I used it a lot when doing, you know, going around looking for uh, rares that were not hard, but sometimes yeah. I needed to drop aggro and res, uh, res my pet. And yeah, Snake Trap's nice for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's survival too, just to get it, if you needed an, an an additional stun for some reason, it was it was had that aspect of it. But other than that, not very not very useful. PvP, but I, yeah, the sparks with it. But I agree with Bendek. I think kill shot for survival would be something that didn't need to be pruned and would, would make sense to to put that back and uh who was it? Someone I think Ali was writing in here about Bali as an ability coming back. I mean of course that yeah. was that was gotten rid of a long, long time ago. But I, I always kind of liked it. I liked having an AOE ability that didn't require me to actually target something specific. So I think that would be cool. And I don't know, maybe Marksman would be a good spec to... Well, that's what I... Yeah, did I say that on last episode? I think I, think, I did. I, we, we did have a brief discussion. I think you did mention that, actually, yeah. yes. If you guys want to hear that, I don't think I need to say it again. We go back to last episode, and I have a really, really cool idea on how to bring back Volley well, I think. But cool. um, yeah, they the devs obviously didn't take it, but um, <laughs> it was still a pretty neat idea, and I, I kind of enjoyed the fact like of volley coming back. And I mean, I guess to answer your question fully, if I wanted to bring back a pruned ability, it'd either be volley or scatter shot. I still like scatter shot for PvP just because I know I can set up my own trap instead of have to work off of someone else's CC to set up the trap, like a poly trap or something like that. Like you poly the the mage or something like that, and then you'd have to trap off of that. I'd rather do it myself. Cool. Um, and then removing an ability, probably Eagle Eye. I don't remember the last time I really used Eagle Eye. Oh, oh my god, I Eagle Eye is spell. You, I, I get it, like, you can go all the way across the zone and look at something kind of neat, but I mean, like, I can't remember the last time I was like, gee, I sure wish I knew what Ashen Vale looked like on the other side of the forest. <laughs> Not right. just, just fly there? there. <laughs> I'll just fly there, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so I guess, I guess Eagle Eye, Scouter, Trap, and... Uh, Bali. Yeah. And I think we can all agree we'd all want Eyes of the Beast back at some point. Just, yep. just Oh my I, god. They never yeah. reply to those mm -hmm. tweets. That well well they said that the, the code for that ability was removed, actually just no, physically lazy. removed from the game, and no, so they'd have they to make it. redesign it in order to do it. And of course they could redesign it. I mean, you know, but you know, it's just not a priority for them. You guys wanna hear a cool story about Eyes of the Beast? Sure. I remember like back in my noob days when I was leveling up. Uh, I was like level 71 running Utgard Keep, whatever the lower one is. And uh, someone died. 
I forget who it was, and we were all at the last boss, and we were all sitting there, and I'm like, and the guy, the guy goes, I'm lost. I'm like, okay. So I go eyes of the beast, and I run my pet all the way down to his entrance, and I blew his mind. He had no idea how there was just 100 pets sitting there walking around on its own accord, and I was giving him directions through the party chat. But yeah, it was it was definitely that is probably my most iconic experience with eyes of the beast was just like totally blowing this guy's noodle. That a hunter pet could be walking around and doing stuff is pretty awesome. That is legit. Very cool. All right. Oh, well, let's see. We have another one here. Spanky Hunter here. He wants to know, how are the glyphs, how are glyphs looking in, in Warlords? Anyone? They're looking about and the same, the... aren't they? They're the same, but a lot of glyphs don't interact with each other anymore. For example, you can't use the double disengage glyph where you kind of j- jump backwards even further with liberation anymore. Uh, you can't use the spell reflect deterrence with the uh, double deterrence block glyph anymore. And there were some couple others, but I don't really remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I think, uh, I know, Bendik, I think you've written about it. I've written about it, too. It's out there. And, and of course, look at the in-game tooltips. They'll show you which glyphs you can and cannot use together anymore. But, yeah, that's probably the biggest change uh, this time around. And then there are, like, a few glyphs in there uh, that, you know, you'll never use but they gave us anyway you'll be looking at the purely survival ones things like um animal bond and uh, liberation and deterrence and stuff like that those are usually strong contenders for right now there's some res pet glyph i think it costs like almost all your focus like Mm -hmm. 80 focus but makes it an instant cast and it's a major strong yeah it's really good for soloing is it okay fair enough fair enough if anyone's interested, I don't know if I, how many solos are out there, but yeah, so what you do is like if you know your pet's going to die, you start to pull up your focus and you just run as far away from the boss as you can so that when your pet does die, he doesn't just turn around and melee you or is super close to meleeing you. And since you pulled up that focus, it's an insta-res on your pet, pop a feign death if you need it. But yeah, it's it's a great way to um, – it's actually made soloing some encounters possible just because you can get your pet up immediately every single time if you can preemptively pull your focus up. There you go. I thought they didn't like soloing, but there. <laughs> well, maybe. one yeah, instance. There's they, one. They give you this yeah. one bone. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad. And that's kind of cool. I actually like to see things like that, that you know, have a very uh, situational use, but are very powerful in those situations, you know, and I think that's kind of a good design. I'd say the best new glyph is Glyph of Play Dead. Where yes. Your pet, your pet yes. feigns death totally. with you. God, that's so awesome. I love it so much. Sometimes I just feign death on cooldown just to watch my pet be awesome. (laughs) It's useful for raid encounters. You know, like, oh, I'm the last man alive. You ever have to sit there and wait for your pet to die or something? Or dismiss because you panic feign death or something? Well, now you both can feign death together. I can't even tell you how many times I I didn't dismiss my pet and we're on Garrosh and we're just like cleaning up a wipe and it was taking so long to like kill my pet and like maybe like the one last rogue in the corner that he would just cast a desecrate on me and then I would die because the desecrate was on me and I was just like... It's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, you're just like, please die faster. Please die. And your raid leader's like, you're wasting time. Mm. And they're just like, sorry. But yeah, totally been there. Totally, totally been there. But I'm glad they, is, they have this. Artemis, was that your rig uh, impersonation? No, it's just a generic <laughs> impersonation. Oh my god, no. Cool. Alright, let's see. Ragnar from Twitter. Okay. He, he has a question about our tier 16 bonus and marksmanship. And he, and he basically wants to know, he said he heard that we're losing the instant aimed shot. And uh, 
6.0. And he says, if this is true, is it worth keeping the tier 16 four, four piece bonus for, for marksmanship? I have no idea. Oh, I, I know the instant aimed is, of course, going away. Uh, but I don't know what the impact is on the four piece bonus. Anybody? Uh, they changed the bonus for 6.0. It, I think it does 15% more aim shot damage now. Okay. Yeah, that's not, I, I mean, I thought they adjusted it, but I know they adjusted like the two piece for uh, eliminating the rapid fire uh, benefit since rapid fire was going to be marksmanship only. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think they just redesigned them. But I mean, and and thankfully we're only spending like what three, four, what is it, four, five weeks, four or five weeks <laughs> yeah, in uh, exactly. the tier. So it's like it's almost like an okay. That's about, I mean, thanks for adjusting it, but it's not going to be that big of a game changer. But yeah, yeah just keep, about a keep month. Keep your tier. Keep your tier. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. Rec from Twitter. He wants to know why buffs like sniper training are not part of other specs. Better on stationary and not OP while moving. Sounds like a win-win. Have you played an arcane mage before? <laughs> Because you describe that exact thing. Arcane mages are total garbage when they have to move, but if they get to stand still and just sit in their rune of power and build up those big stacks, they're big, big damage. Big damage. Cool. And then uh, let's see. What Did I answer that question fully? Did anyone else have anything to add to that? Sorry, I was just saying, like, that totally yeah. reminded me of an arcane mage. And yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I never liked the sniper training all that much to begin with, so I'd rather see it go away than be applied to other other specs, even regardless of the. You know, the ability to move. I mean, I mean, actually, sniper training. We and we've talked about this. It's not bad if they, but they we. It needs a duration increase when you move. Yeah, I, I'm still a strong proponent of upping the time that we get to move from one location to the other. Um, just because there's some mechanics that you just have to move from, and if you don't scumbag it and sit in there, you're gonna lose your buff no matter how you cut it, and now you're losing up your mastery uptime, yeah. and it's just kind of a, a bummer. I'm not saying make it like. 30 seconds that's obviously ridiculous but like bump it up to like eight seconds i think that's totally reasonable yeah totally. I, yeah I, I i agree okay you guys i have a i'm gonna just explain how to do this you know one last time what you've got to do is mm -hmm. when you have to stand and stuff you got to say oh oh i'm lagging you guys i can't move i'm lagging <laughs> and then they'll give you some extra heals and you can keep uh keep your buff up have you uh seen Kriparian's video Yes, I, I don't remember the title DPS. of it. Yes, yes, scumbag yeah. DPS. Yes, <laughs> uh, I I crit aired or something. I'm lagging. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Kriparians, it's like how to scumbag DPS. Go YouTube it. It's it's a big joke, but a lot of people think it's serious. It's just yeah. so good. He has all these like excuses and reasons as to why you can maximize your damage. When he's like one of the quotes is like when your raid leader says uh, stop DPS, what that really means is uh, DPS. It's like, yes. But yeah, it's a funny video. Cool. All right. Uh, Premac from Twitter. He has a question about the raid checklist add-on and wants to know any news on if it raid checklist will be updated for Warlords. It would be oh so helpful to have all the new pets listed things. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the raid uh, checklist uh, is just a simple add-on and it checks all the people in your raid, looks at their talents and their specs and figures out what buffs they bring and looks at what buffs you can bring and tells you what you have and don't have. And it's a very handy add-on, which oh, I that's use. Add-on that'll do that? I thought there was like a MMO champion tool called like, uh, like yeah, like raid composition or something. Uh, is that what we were not referring to? 
Yeah, this is just an in-game add-on. So once you're in your raid group, um, it does kind of a, a inventory and assessment of all the people in your raid. Can look at their specs and will tell you what buffs and debuffs you're missing, and tells you who can bring what and who, and so forth. So, and it, you know, lists all the hunter pets and says, all right, this pet brings this buff, and and it's very handy. It, it's it's very useful. It's very good to you know help hunters coordinate. And even for pugs too, that seems like it'd be a big deal. Like you yep. guys like zone in, you're like, oh, let me just like, quick jaunt to the stables to get the haste, you know, that we're missing or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I do that. I'll whisper to the hunter, hey, can you bring the wolf? Or, hey, can you can you have this in your in, in, in coordinate those things? Um, uh, the the answer to his question is, I looked and it there is a 6.0 version. I haven't looked at it or tried it on the beta to see, but it but I, uh, it looks like it's still in active development. So I would expect there to be something. First, first six point Don't know if it'll be ready on Tuesday or not. And then the last question comes from well, let's see, we have two more. But Spanky Hunter wants. Speaking of pets, wants to say no. Uh, how will the stable look to cover the buffs? Any new pets that are must-haves uh, for buffs in Warlords? Uh, it's pretty easy to cover. It's pretty yeah. easy to cover all the buffs now. Um, must-haves, I guess. Uh, you can get um, Bloodlust now without being BM, which is nice. Nether Rays do that. that is uh, cool. Same with Combat Resurrection. Cranes and Moths do that without being BM. Um, I don't know. Don't they... forget if you're Lone Wolf, you can pick the buff of your choosing. So if you're not playing BM, just... right? Is that still the drop-down menu? Yes. Yeah, easy peasy. Yes. Right there. But you can't do stuff like heroism or bloodlust. Right, right. Yep, yeah. you miss out on that. If you're interested in the best soloing pet, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> get a shell spider. Um, it's the uh, 5% to uh, stats as well as having the shell shield as well. So it's a big, strong, uh, nice tanky pet. And then also you can have backup spirit beasts in the stable, of course. I always love to have backup spirit beasts. Just if you need to cycle heals on yourself, always a tremendous asset to have. Um, always a big proponent of the spirit beasts. So, Wait, can we cycle heals now? No, you can't do that anymore. No. But I was just, okay, so hold hold on to one spirit beast <laughs> if you're BM, just so you can have that heal for yourself. But yeah. Speaking of the, buffs, uh, uh, downs are gone. Speaking of the buffs, they changed around a lot of them. Like some families, like for example, the Tall Strider doesn't do Sunder armor anymore because that's gone. So it does mastery now. There's a bunch of other changes. If you go to WoW Insider and then just go to the Hunter category, the first post there, I have like a a neat little table showing all the new buffs for all the pets and warlords. So that's helpful. Yeah, I would say uh, two pets that you're definitely going to want to have in, in your stable too. Uh, one is the gorilla. Uh, I think it brings the stats buff, but regardless of what, whatever it does, the, the name of the buff they bring is called Blessing of Kongs. So just for that reason alone, <laughs> I think you need to have uh, it's cool. a gorilla. And, and same thing with the dog. I mean, the dog brings the, actually the same buff as the gorilla, but it's called Bark of the Wild is the name of their buff. So. Oh my <laughs> god. Awesome. So we no, no longer need druids <laughs> or paladins. So you know we, we, we got it handled. Um, face palming right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's funny. also the Rylak pets. They have a slow fall ability, which is pretty Oh, they neat. do. They do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's kind of fun. I mean, an extra slow fall doesn't hurt. 
No. I mean, having the fact that we can bring all those little fun, unique buffs, like water walking, slow fall, among other things, just kind of nice to have. The core hound ha- actually has a thorns ability called Multi-Hide. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty sick. Yep. I, well, didn't they test it? It's not really that strong because no, it requires a, a pet deal, being. It's still yeah. unique. Yeah, it's still unique and kind of cool, but as far as like utility or actually providing any source of decent damage output, almost non-existent. I really Not like a- that pets have, um, you know, outside of BM, now you can have pets with multiple perks to it, and BM still can retain its uniqueness by having like a third perk, basically, on some pets. Yeah. I really liked how they beefed up the uh, pet ability trees. It actually added a lot of extra options and more choices for your pets, so it's probably actually... I'll, I'll give Blizzard a thumbs up on that one. They really beefed Good up. Good job, Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, they sure did. All right. So, uh, uh, let's... Oops, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say the sad return out of it, though, is we lost all of our CC on our pets, basically. So, that's the only negative side. And debuffs were gone now. Yeah, disarm, sleeps, disorients. I mean, that's all gone with that PvP CC purge. They wanted less CC and PvP, so they they wiped like everyone. You know, disarms, disorients, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. What's right. next? Twitter so let's see. Uh, Jalopy uh, CTR on Twitter. He wanted to know what the favorite change being made to hunters is in, in Warlords. What do we think? Do we uh, everyone have a favorite change? Want me to go around real quick? That's a tough question. Can I go yeah. last? Sure. <laughs> Yay. Okay, cool. Um, for me, it's just, in general, just the pets, all, like the new pets, the the way they've made exotic pets actually, you know, there's some, they're actually exotic now. You get like two buffs and a special ability. I don't know. Just the pets, the, the actual state of the class, the class, I don't agree with so much, but yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with the, you. That's my thing too. I, the just the variety of pets, the 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 Gara quest that's that's coming, and I just like the pet skins. I mean, and you know, unfortunately, it's only just a small part of the game. It's not going to be something to spend a lot of time uh, doing, you know, as a hunter. But uh, but I agree. That's probably my favorite change at this point. Yeah, I hate to piggyback, but I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the same thing. I mean, I'm I'm honestly shocked that they made the, the most beneficial changes they made weren't even to our core. It was to our <laughs> our AI companion, but um, it's interesting. But yeah, I I totally 100 percent agree with Ben Dak. It's the pets are very polished. I think as polished as as they might ever be, and um, the class itself is a little rough around the edges, uh, to say the least. But um. I think the Garrett quest line is really fun. If anyone wants a real challenge, I think Delirium said this in the last episode, is do it without any any guidelines. Solve the original puzzle like the crew that did it on Beta did. If you want a real challenge, if you if you guys like to solve puzzles and do all sorts of crazy stuff, and if you want to go guideless on Gera, that's a big deal. Huge props if you do that. I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely, def- absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah, stay away from the guides if you really want uh, uh, an adventure. <laughs> It's an adventure with guides, so it's a really cool story. Yeah, it is. I mean, that, that's a, in, 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 in hats off to them. I mean, you know, when we talk, I, I mentioned this before, you know, one pet, you know, 
for one spec of one class. That's a, it seems like a lot of effort went into that and it's, it's really good content. So you should plan on doing it. Yeah. And if you're doing it right at the start of the expansion, it'll be fun too. Cause the chances mm -hmm. are there's going to be other hunters there with you doing the, the same stuff, you know? Cool. Any other thoughts? Delirium? Did you have any? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't want to say the same thing, so I'll go to can Barrage. Say the same. is pretty cool. <laughs> I, li I like the change to Barrage. It's interesting. It's some crazy AoE damage. And so, you know, it's... I can't. I was trying to think of an ability that, like, we're actually going to use. And there's, there's not a lot. But I, I like that. I like the Crows change. I always thought Crows was a really cool talent. Um, just the, the visual and the idea of it. It's just, I don't know, just great. So cool. I like that we get to use it more often. It's going to be a little bit more viable in some other situations. <laughs> I guess that's it. No, Crows that's and Barrage, cool. pretty cool. Cool. Well, why don't we do one more and then uh, maybe wrap things up and, and, and call it a show here. Uh, and this one was directed at you, Solar. I think you might have answered it in the chat, but we'll ask it for, for, for everybody else. Uh, again, this was from Ragnar, and he was asking if it was pointless then to have uh, jewel crafting and chanting. And this was sort of back to the discussion we had about everyone changing to leatherworking or talking yeah. about what professions we're going to have. And uh, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. The start of the episode might clear things up a little bit, but like uh, using leatherworking is going to give you the most bang for your buck trying to craft the epic pieces of gear through your garrison work orders, like Artemis was saying. And I mean, that's totally like a huge, huge deal, especially for people that are in cutting edge raiding guilds. But. Um, that's why leatherworking, like those two, yep. those two professions aren't really going to give you the most boost. Like even, even I would say go and like drop one of those and go engineering, even if you want a little bit of an edge on that. If you want to go like buck wild, just drop both of them and pick up engineering and leatherworking. Or alchemy, if you want to do what I'm maybe going to do now, since Artemis just beat me with a stick on that. <laughs> but you liked it. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. I'm not. I'm not swayed just yet, but maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. And the other thing about leatherworking too that's worth noting is they're getting a mount uh, this time around, which seems oh, weird. That. That Does anyone know what it is? No, no, no. Yeah, it's a wolf. Finally. It's a wolf. I, I, I don't know why. How out of leather you can stitch up a wolf? It I, sounds I like an know. abomination from Frankenstein. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited. So, and I think it's a leatherworking only mount. I think you have to have leatherworking and actually to use it. I don't know if it's one that That's they true. can yeah. they can sell like uh, you can't, like or you can maybe sell it, but you need to be a leatherworker to use it or yeah. learn it. Yeah. But they're finally getting one, so so very cool. All right. Well, I think on that note, guys, you have been listening to episode two hundred two of the Hunting Party podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Artemis Al from the Warcraft Hunters Union, and you can find me at Artemis Al on Twitter. I am Solar Flare from the J.J. Abrams movies, and you can find me at <laughs> the underscore Solar Flare on Twitter. I'm Delirium from ThrillOfTheWild.com and at De Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from EyesOfTheBeast.com, WoW Insider, and Bendak WoW on Twitter. Okay, everyone, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, add our RSS feed to your reader, and I'll, we'll have all these links available uh, when we post our, our shows. And if you have a question or topic and you'd like to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a tweet to at huntingpartypod, and as you can see, we will read it on the show this time. 
Oh, that was me. Dang it! It was you. That's I thought right. I was going to make it through one whole episode without missing a cue, and I... Well, that was what I was supposed to say, but Dark picked it up like a champ. All right, there. <laughs> Whoops. All right, on that note, hey, stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your Dark Brew Lager. Solar. Is this one me? I, 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 it, I thought we would scrap this one. Solar. You don't have to do it. I, I, we liked it last week. This was your, your, your outro. We thought that was fun. Okay. It's this is just an abomination. There's like three question marks before it. Three things are highlighted on here. I don't even know what's going on with the show notes. I'm Solar Flare, the Stylin', Profilin', Limousine Riding, Jet Flying, Kiss Stealing, Wheelin' Dealin', Son of a Gun. And there you have it. Always heed the thrill of the wild. Keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues. For the horde. It, it, our show, if nothing else, was known for uh, screwing up the outro, especially. So this is this good. is good. People are used to this. traditions. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a long-standing tradition, and 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 we do it without trying. By the way, we don't sit there and think, how can we screw it up this time? It just happens naturally. So it's all it's all good. It's all fun. So, all right. Thanks, everyone. I thought this was a good show, and uh, hopefully, we'll get this one out here soon. No time to waste, cause I can jump shot. EM, MM, and SB. I can rock out any tree. Never worried about my threat, cause I've got FD and misdirect. Catching loose mobs in my traps. I never miss. Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Gilgit, Magdamar, Ascalor, Gruul, Cthun, and Razorgor, Onyxia to Ragnaros, which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos, we even killed the Kama's ghost. Sapiron, Lucifer, Sulfuron, Archimon, 